0: Illegal drag racing has blown smoke in the face of Durban. After a video has gone viral showing alleged drag races beating up a motorist. Why are cars allowed to be illegally modified in the first place? What's the danger to the road user? Tweak your shocks. It's going to be a bumpy ride as we discuss illegal drag racing this Sunday at 1 o'clock.
1: Newsbreak exclusive.
0: afternoon welcome to news break talk with Meetare Sharipashad today we're discussing a very important issue something that's a bit fast-paced and something that I'm sure you'll want to call through and give your views a voice on today well let's get straight into it so gentlemen shot a red robot in Durban entered a public road but he got beaten up because he apparently disturbed an illegal race well let's take you through to what exactly happened that night And what this has done is brought the issue of illegal drag racing back on track. 21 allegedly illegally modified vehicles were impounded last weekend in a raid at a well-known street racing spot. I'm also told the illegal street races that usually happens on Chamberlain Road and Amgeni Road are a little quiet currently. So let's have this discussion about illegal drag racing. Is it just some recreational fun or is it no flashing a red light for other road users well remember you can give us a call today 89 8789 and we are going to be discussing this issue in detail today joining me today in studio to put some perspective into this entire incident is um cas mudley cas mudley's from the kzn motor racing
2: and he's the chairperson there cas thanks for your time Thank you, Toresh, and uh, very good
0: afternoon to the listeners out there. And, and to help us understand how police plan on clamping down on those, because we understand they've intensified their operations, we've got Metro Police's Bonne <laughs> Superintendent, good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. And remember, you can give your views a voice, at And you can tell me about uh, your interactions with illegal drag racing? Have you ever attended a race? Are you a racer yourself? Do you think it's safe? Do you think it's fun? Do you think it's just recreational? Or are you concerned about this? Do you think that this could be a breeding ground for more illegal activity? Do you think that... um road users could be at risk of being attacked or, you know, falling prey to accidents because of the racing that takes place on these public roads. I'd love to know your thoughts, right? You can also follow us on Twitter at Newsbreak underscore Lotus and on Facebook as well. You can post your comments on this. So, like I mentioned, some of my... Um, Uh, Some of my acquaintances have told me that drags are on hold, so I managed to phone an illegal drag racer to find out what the thrill is all about.
3: I've been drag racing from the time I've basically got my license. I've been introduced to the scene while basically passing with my family, and we stopped one day, and I eventually started to like the scene, and I basically do it because I get to meet new people, and it's... It's more of a sport that I enjoy.
0: Is it legal, though? Uh, it's not legal. Tell me about the race. When does it happen? Where does it happen?
3: Okay, basically, we race on a Thursday night, most of the time, and a Saturday night. What goes into it is a whole lot of guys get together. We meet up. It's called backstretch, and the other one is at Springfield. We meet
0: up at the garage. So is this like a set collection of people, or anybody could come in there? It's just anybody. It's yeah.
3: anybody. It's like we don't see the same people all the time, it's just a whole lot of different people that meet up on site, uh, it's just people that enjoy the same
0: spot, basically. And what is it, a two cars that race on a track or a collection of cars, how do you uh, how do you well, construct the game?
3: At Backstretch, which is uh, near NCP, is where we race two cars at a time, but at Macro is, is a three-lane road, so we race three cars at a time.
0: And how do you decide which cars go onto a track?
3: Uh, well, basically, um, we all we all meet at the garage and we decide from there. if We see a, um, an uh, eligible car that we want to race. So we approach the guy and we obviously ask him if, he, if he's interested in racing and if he agrees, then we all take our cars and we, we get onto the we go across to the robot and wait for the robot to turn green and we race from there.
0: How long is a race, like typically?
3: well it's basically from robot to robot
0: and so what is the competition level like
3: you pick your competition What, what basically you want to race?
0: and what happens if somebody beats you do you get angry would you start a fight definitely not
3: so are, i've been racing for the for the past 10 or 11 years now and I can say myself, I've never had an incident. I've been out there almost every single weekend. I've never seen, besides the recent incident that happened, which I'm 100% sure those guys were not even drag racers. It was, it's all for the, for the sport. I mean, we've got up, if I lost today, race, I got up and shook the guy's hand and asked him what mods he has in his car, and stuff like that. Correct. Were
0: you there when this incident took place? Yes, I was at the garage. Could you tell us about it maybe? Take us to that night, what happened?
3: I had seen the chairs, the, the guy that had been beaten up. I had seen him jump the robots on more than one occasion. So, a few of the guys that were standing at the robots started to um, basically swear at him and um, we seen him go around and come back. He went to the garage and a few of the guys went to him and started talking to him and, and I believe that he hit one of the guys. And uh, that's when this whole fight broke out. is when they both started fighting. And f- someone got a video of, of just the guys hitting him, but they didn't get the full video of what actually went down that day. The people that were bystanding there that saw what this guy had done and felt that it was wrong, that he could have injured those guys. And they retaliated. Mm-hmm. It, it was not the drivers of those two cars that were racing.
0: OK, let's move away from that incident now. And I want to ask you about car modifications, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of the time we hear that these cars that are modified are illegally modified because they're not according to South African legislation and South African road safety legislation. How then is it able to continue? How do people still get away with modifying see, their cars?
4: You see, that's what I don't
3: understand is because parts are legally sold to us which we can buy off the shelf of any any uh, car shop and install it in our car and then once it's on our car we've been told it's illegal. I mean, we spend, I've spent thousands of rands, I've spent like over a hundred thousand land modifying my car, and today I'm told that it's. Well, I knew it was going to be illegal at some point, but I've, I've been told that now there's been a clampdown and all the cars that's modified. So what do I do with my hundred thousand land spent on my car? I mean,
0: and tell <laughs> me any brushes with the law. Were you ever a race interrupted by police? Your car was pulled up for being, you know, modified.
3: Yes, my car has been pulled off a few times for being modified. Yes, there was a, a cop that stopped me, had a look at the car, he even complimented me on the car and he just let me go because I mean he saw that there was everything was in order in my car beside the race parks that were fitted my car was was perfectly fine was in good working condition
0: would you say that police do their jobs effectively to police these areas and to you know uphold the laws they're supposed to
3: well i believe that it is their job like everyone everyone else has their job um i have seen police cars at the double drags that were actually drag racing so I mean, if if it's illegal for us as street racers to do it,
0: why isn't it illegal for police cars to do it? Mm, Some interesting comments coming there from that illegal drag racer. Of course, he spoke to us anonymously and he told us his story about what drag racing is about, what a race entails. Of course, the incident that took place and some allegations against police, which we're going to be talking about in a short while. But let's hear now from the gentleman who was assaulted in that video, Kuban Patta from Durban. This is what he had to say. You know, you've spoken to us already about what happened on that night and the fury of the entire incident. But there's been allegations about the fact that you threw the first punch. (laughs) Uh,
4: Well, you know what? Only video footage can show that. And uh, that is actually a false accusation because uh, I was smacked twice by uh, two different individuals. Uh, I actually uh, didn't want to fight. So I turned and walked towards my driver's door and i was attacked from behind
0: the video footage shows the fight when it reached its climax not the beginning yeah. of it
4: yeah uh see the thing is i try to reason it out by talking uh see the thing is i don't look for fights you can uh, you know a lot of people can you can justify that they can speak to my work colleagues and uh, they can speak to uh, friends I know.
0: The whole point of this was was the allegation that you shot a red robot. Do you yeah. think that's safe behavior on a road?
4: Well, if you look at the country that we live in, right, and you look at the uh, time I shot that red robot, tell me which sane person is going to wait at a red robot at that time. A lot of us do it. If it's clear to go through, we shoot the robot. So Same, what are your
0: concerns then to, about you know South Africans I'm, using public roads, but yeah. having to be on the lookout at the mercy of those who are illegally drag racing. What is your concern for the public?
4: Well, the thing is, see, the illegal drag racing, I've, uh, you know, I do not support it one bit. Right, uh, I've been to events that take place uh, with KZN drag racing and uh, there were a few events that took place. I'm not sure about the organizations in Johannesburg and stuff that I did attend and I tell you it is a wonderful event those are wonderful events to go for because the safety is there you've got the paramedics you've got the fire department if something goes wrong uh, you've got eating straws you've got a maybe a music concert going on uh, this uh, illegal race that you have in the evenings to me it's dangerous for one if you look at it if someone has to lose control of a car they,
0: take take the whole crowd out. So so you've attended drag racing before. You say you like the
4: legal ones. The legal
0: ones, yes. The legal ones. Kuban Pata, the man who was assaulted after he shot a red robot and allegedly disrupted a drag race. But let's talk about this now. Let's not waste any more time. In studio today, we have Kass from the KZN Motor Racing Kaz, I think we'll start off by asking you your reaction to this when you, when the information surfaced that a bunch of illegal drug races hit a fellow, you know, road user because he disrupted the race.
2: Thank you, yeah, I've listened to Kuben's uh, side of the story, and irrespective of what uh, what may have transpired, I think the incident that took place, uh, the assault itself, is an act of violence and should be treated as uh, as such. And I think uh, the law must take its cause and uh, it's actually totally irresponsible behaviour. Um, and this is where I want to come in. And I've seen a lot of, uh, even the, the, the previous uh, speaker alluded to drag racing and drag racing all the time and in fact this is very common practice with media also mm. I want to just set the record straight and differentiate uh, between uh, illegal street racing yeah. and drag racing per yeah. se, uh, just a few pointers in street racing, it's illegal, it's unlawful, yeah. it's done under uncontrolled conditions it leads to injury and sometimes death, mm. it's irresponsible behaviour and can have serious consequences on the other hand, drag racing is under controlled conditions, safety is number one priority yeah. There. There's emergency services at the events, uh, vehicles are inspected, yeah. there's competent marshals, there's mm. proper personal protective equipment, and the cars are also, uh, you know, properly constructed. Right. Now, very often the media associate illegal street, street racing, uh, you know, with formalized drag racing. Mm. And this creates a perception that drag races are cowboys and inconsiderate. Yeah. And I think I said this many times before, uh, you know, in other media briefings yeah. also, that drag races come from a broad spectrum of uh, uh, individuals from across you know the businessmen yeah. uh, uh, uh the professionals and yeah. we have doctors that race. So, so where do they race? Well this is it you know there, there are legal uh, uh, venues uh, that are in and around KZN but we will get to that later and uh, this is where we need to bring in the street races and I think not just uh, the street races yeah but the city needs to come in the authorities need to come in to basically relocate these illegal venues into formal controlled venues and this is where I think we need authorities to really come in. So you you
0: saying that if there is a legal strip or a legal venue to do this that the illegal ones would you know stop?
2: I I would think it would be greatly minimized and for those that continue to race if, if you provide an alternative and those guys that are con- continue breaking the law and uh, continue doing uh, uh, illegal racing then obviously there the you must throw the book at them yeah you know uh, but we have to make this uh, uh, thing attractive for the for the street racer remember the the pro drag race or the paka drag racer, is a little different from the illegal street racer yeah. so the illegal street racer what you have to do is simulate what he does on the street in a controlled environment right
0: but isn't that the, the, the thrill and I know of course you represent you know legal drag racing you, you know you don't represent the illegal road racing that yes. that you know with this incident took place but isn't that the thrill of it that they wanted to be illegal they wanted to be underground and no matter what you give them they'll possibly still find a way to go back to and to do an illegal one
2: on a illegal track well well, I think not speaking from uh, you know, speaking to most of the illegal guys I think if you if you as I said if you simulate what yeah. you do on the street yeah and you do it in the controlled conditions, I don't think they will want to race. it. Right. I mean, why, why take that risk? Why be irresponsible? Mm. Why, uh, you know, why do these things? Yeah. I mean, you can't do it uh, in a controlled environment. So they're just
0: asking for their due. But let's put this now to police, and we've got Superintendent Boniram <laughs> Kunu joining us from Metro Police. Superintendent, your thoughts on this incident? I mean, it was uh, a case of assault, and it was an uh, illegal race. Your thoughts on this entire incident?
3: Yeah, my thoughts are, Chairman, saying uh, what uh, the, the, the position of law uh, enforcement agencies will look at this matter. Wherever people are indulging in illegality, there will be consequences such as a uh, prostitution is illegal in process, uh, and as long as it is still illegal, there is a lot of illegal things happening under that industry. Drug addiction in illegal and is illegal. There are a lot of people who are not even legalized, but as long as it's illegal, as police, we must be in the same as recreation. Recreation is not legal, dangerous, dangerous sport, and people indulge in that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, you know what? The That's thing true. is, uh, yeah, Superintendent, the thing is, it is known where these drag races take place. I mean, I, I could cite you immediately two places, you know, Chamberlain Road in south of Durban and, and Amgeny Road um, near Springfield. And it is known where these drag races take place. It's known that it's hap- it happens on a Sunday, Saturday night and a Thursday evening. Why are police too slow to be there all the time and ensure that this doesn't happen on those Thursdays and Saturdays?
4: You see, when
3: we design our police programs, we always look at, at Africa and its communities at large. Bread uh, racing is one community uh, which uh, does that uh, There are people who steal it, there are people who do prostitution, there are people who break into houses and steal, there are people who do arm robberies in, in, in our forecast. So we spread our resources to look after all these dimensions. So we cannot have a situation where we've got now the whole police force looking at Chandler and M-19 and, 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 and then and, and Springfield uh, and then leave other transgressions taking place. Uh,
0: Mm. So, so not, we, the, we, so, so not even a small team, presence there, superintendent. Not even a small yes. presence there to stop this illegal thing that it seems to be a thriving industry that happens every week, where you have people, that, you know, now assaulting each other because of it. You don't think it's important enough to send through a small team there on Thursdays and Saturdays to to address the issue?
3: Yes, yes. Our, our members on patrol; they always respond to places. The issue is that uh, when once you get two threat for doesn't have an impact. You will get those people you will find them, and then others will continue. These people we usually, they have a lot of money. If you can take uh, 200000 and spend in a car, so a fine of $1,500 going through a airport to that testing doesn't mean anything. So we have devised a new method now where we're going to take the vehicles, We're impounding the vehicles using the aim of in future, going through the legal system, we will destroy them. Mm. Uh, mm. We will destroy the vehicle. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I understand,
0: year. yes, Superintendent, I understand 21 vehicles were impounded this, uh, I think last Saturday, in fact. Tell us about that operation. Yes, that's what, that's what we did when we
3: realized that the issue of stopping two or three people who are involved in track racing is not effective and we conducted an operation where we are just going to swap at all of them. And then that had got an impact because we had a lot of them coming to uh, take their victims back and then we arrested them. And then now they're going to come into the courts, mm-hmm. face the courts, mm-hmm. yeah. get the punishment from the courts yeah. and then reset as the first offenders. If they repeat... We would be justified to crash the
0: vehicle. Right, Superintendent. We have got an allegation here from a from an uh, illegal road racer who says that sometimes police even compliment modifications on a car. Sometimes they even uh, illegally road race themselves. So the the comment that came through from the uh, the South African was that why is it okay for police to do this and to have their way with it and with us. We get in trouble. We uh, face the you know might of the law when we do this. Your reaction to that? I, I,
3: I don't understand. One police officer recommended the car or the race. Can, can you clarify that?
0: Yeah, no, we've had a illegal road racer who told us that um, he's had police officers come up to him and say, hey, your modifications are good and inquire more about the modifications and, you know, drive away, not do anything, right? And secondly, he's also saying that sometimes uh, police officers also... Uh, road race illegally with them, so he's saying, why is it that police can sometimes do this as they please, but the you know people, the South Africans who actually do this road racing and modifications to their cars, they have to fa- uh, face the full brunt of the law.
3: One or two policemen who said that do not represent this department's view or the state's view. So we cannot be all what I can, we cannot be held. To account for
4: one,
3: mm, mm. Uh, the officer who said that, yeah. the who, who did not do that, right however, if uh, that person is concerned, then you can come to the department and give us information as to which officer is recommended. So you can drag track it
0: down. And okay, we will then take necessary steps. Absolutely Superintendent Bunelungqulu is joining us today to discuss this as well as Cass Moodley from the KZN Motor Racing and we are going to our phone lines now it's at 93108789 you can give us a call tell us your thoughts on drag racing do you do you uh, illegally road race um, do you know people who do what do you think about the fact that there isn't a legal strip for these road races to use and, and how should this process be started also road safety is very important south africa often battling with road safety. Uh, you know road death statistics that need to be curbed. So how then would you want um, this to be factored in when talking about road racing? And also we'll talk about uh, car modifications. How is it allowed to flourish if it's illegal? How can you go to, how can you over-the-counter buy a part that you're illegally not supposed to have in your car? How does that make sense? eight nine three one zero eight seven eight nine The views and opinions expressed on Newsbreak Talk do not represent those of SABC News or Lotus FM. Got our first caller, Louis Pele. Hello, Mr. Pele. Good, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to the guests. I think, you know, Durban seems to be one of our
3: top four cities in South Africa. I think for them not to have a racetrack or a speed track for the residents, I think, you know, they are race days as well. Some of them travel to Zululand just for a race. Some of them go to Parchefton for a race. But where I'm living, I'm eight kilometers from Swatkop and eight kilometers from Kyalami. If you look at it, Durban also the A1, and it drew crowd. So the background of your victim or your story, I mean, for him to do a 360 turn in most of the robots, I think for him to do a PSAC and stopping the race, I think that was uncalled for as well. But if you look at it, we know it's illegal. We know the drivers not supposed to have a race on the M19. But this driver went across the race while it was on. But if you look at it, he's always doing a 360 turn in three ways and in, in robots I think, you know, we got to look at it from all angles as well.
0: Mm. Then Mr. Pillay. thank you for your call today. Appreciate it. Let's go to our next caller. We've got um, Sashin Ramprasad on the line. Hello, Sashin.
3: Hi, I am, it's Sashin Ramprasad, hey, And uh, I am currently a member of KZN Motor Racing. Mm. Okay, my views are that, yes, um, what had happened to the guy that got beaten up in Springfield Park was definitely wrong. It is an act of violence and stuff like that. But uh, why should the rest of the guys be um, under surveillance and cars taken away from them when they did not commit this crime?
0: isn't, isn't, Um, Isn't road racing illegal?
3: Yes, road racing is illegal. I do not say no. I was once upon a time much younger and involved in uh, illegal racing and stuff. And once joining a membership of uh, KZN Motor Racing with Cass Modley, I've, uh, uh, you know, I've banned myself from uh, illegal racing, of course, because we do not want to take the measure of that crime and that uh, illegal act uh, of the law and stuff like that. But what I'd like to say, and the reason I'm calling in, is that uh, superintendent can can give a instruction to metro police to go around and take away unroadworthy motor vehicles and like he says because of the money and uh, spent in the vehicle a fine is nothing so destroy those vehicles by doing that what do you do you actually hurt an individual I have a motor vehicle that's modified and does the superintendent go to a uh, public transport facility and look at those vehicles that are carrying lives every day and look at the condition of those vehicles are those vehicles all roadworthy I don't think so. Mm. We see vehicles on the road all the time that are not roadworthy. Are those vehicles taken into the pound? No, because they will strike against the government, and then those vehicles will be handed back to them. So why should our vehicles be on the road, uh, be taken away, when we are not doing anything illegal? Yes, the p- p- motor parts are sold over a counter, right. it's uh, racing that uh, is actually uh, contributing to the economy, as well as uh, we purchase these parts, so why should it be sold to us then?
0: Okay, Sachin, thanks for those points. We'll be taking all of that further as the talk continues. Alvin on the line. Hello, Alvin. Hi. Hi there. Hello. Yes, Alvin, go ahead. I can yes. hear you.
3: Okay, I just want to start with the uh, K-Pain Racing. The very first uh, legal drag that we had in 1st uh, Avenue. Obed Malaba was the mayor of Dublin with uh, the late Mr. was minister of sports. Both, was present. Both the guys promised us a drag strip in Dublin. Today nothing has come out. And also Castle verify that on the last drag that we had at First Avenue, there was a death. Now all I'm saying is, if you compare the the legal drags to the illegal drag, how many fatalities did we have at an illegal drag? Very few. Or maybe none. What happened at the illegal drag the guys have come over, get at their donors with us, and on our way home, they an accident. Every accident on the in drag races. So, I think people
4: have just put the blame on the illegal
0: drag strip. Mm, okay, we get your point, point loud and clear. Thanks for that. We'll definitely be discussing the concept about where do we stand on that legal drag strip. We'll be talking about that. Sheila on the line. Hello, Sheila.
1: Yes, uh, Teresh. Uh, my view here is that illegal drag racing on the street must come to an end. This has been going on for far too long, and it's caused far too many deaths. It's crippled so many people. It's Killed so many people in our own area. We we, used to, we can hear it. And so many times there were people that died and were crippled. And how many times now it stopped because we repeatedly reported that to the police. Um, and of course you all had talk shows previously. And I see people do not listen. And even in this particular case, uh, because I've got a crime page, I put the video on there. And uh, people all disagreed with illegal drag racing. And particularly the way they bashed this guy, um, it was quite clear on the video, and some people have the audacity to support that kind of action. Even though he might have gone through the red robot, I'm talking now about coming back to the street in my area. People come up from side roads. We don't have robots, etc. These fellows drive at such speed that you don't see the vehicle the one moment, and the next minute the vehicle is zooming past. And obviously going to knock somebody over when they come out of the side street so it's not necessarily oh, somebody went through the red robot and that was of course uh, happened at a time where there were a lot of vehicles on the road it-
0: mm, yeah Sheila thanks for that point I think we'll have to leave it there with you we've got a lot of calls coming through and you need to get through as much as we possibly can today Sami from Cape Town hello Sami am I saying that right
3: Oh, yes, Salmi as in Sandwich from Cape Town.
0: perfect. Which, um,
3: <laughs> I just want to say, you know, the term illegal is being thrown around a lot, or legal. We should rather look at Section 33 and say, look, has there been enough of public participation to actually make this legal or not? And um, because there are, uh, um, you know, legal parts being sold... You cannot then claim that the the vehicle has been modified illegally.
0: Yeah, yeah, because and it made it, it, its it, way into the country through customs, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's, it's coming. It's legal. I mean, there is Porsches that are also uh, modified in the same way, probably. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day. What is legal and illegal depends on the public. Public participation is most important. A traffic officer does not have the right to impound your vehicle because that is not legally passed by the public. The minute the public, 51% of them in that um, area, says, no, we do not approve of this, and it's set down in uh, documented, then, of course, you can impound the vehicle. The same like everything else. Driver's license as well. Driver's license is not illegal. I mean, it's not legal in this country, the card system, you know the disc on your motor vehicle, even that, it never expires. But the thing is, let's get to the legality of everything. Those people are doing what they do because there's no alternative. Give them an alternative. Right. And once the alternative is there, and they, they break the rule, then it's a different case, you know?
0: Yeah, I get it. Sami, thanks for that. Appreciate your time today. Des Chetty. Hello, Des. Hi, hello. Hi there. Hi, it's Des. Yeah.
3: Um, I just want to comment on a few things. Um, uh, maybe things that I'm going to say has been repeated in the past. There was one caller that mentioned Durban drag. Yes, I do drag. I haven't dragged in, like, maybe two years. But the thing is, at the event at First Avenue, uh, the late Mr. Raj Bansi, um, he came and said, building a drag strip. Everyone said, build a drag strip. We're going to do this, do that. Um, the thing that I want to say is, why must it take an incident For the the superintendent to now say, okay, right, let's go and confiscate vehicles. Let's take this. Let's take that away. I believe that if you have a problem, come with a solution. So this is what I'm proposing. All right, Durban has had a lot of other events besides drag racing. The the A1 came here. Uh, We have uh, fun runs, big walks, and whatever. What I'm saying is, why can't the city close off a road, have it controlled for maybe? Take two hours for once a month, and all the people that are racing there are obviously ratepayers. Just do it, and maybe have a paramedic, have an ambulance, have the fire department. Have infrastructure you can there too. something yeah, like that. Yeah. You probably get these people off the street. Huh. I'm not saying you get all of them off the street,
0: but so, it's an initiative nonetheless. I think I'll leave it there with you. Thanks for that call. We are going to be talking about you know those those mechanisms. Um, definitely in what you can introduce to try and make the industry a bit more regulated and a little less illegal. But let's go to Facebook, because we also asked you on Facebook your thoughts. We've got Kavir Rajman saying, let's face it, in Durban, if Durban had a dedicated drag strip or track like Cape Town has Killani Raceway and Jobek has Swartkop's Raceway, all of this could have been avoided. The community has been going on about this for years and now it's been f- falling onto deaf years. We've got Trudy Lee says, I love the need for speed, except in built-up areas and people with egos as because they're pea brains. We need to have a special demarcated dedicated area to host these type of sports. Fahim Baba says it's illegal because the government continues not to make any effort to make alternatives available, not agreeing or disagreeing on it, just saying it that if there was an alternative, those doing illegal races would then have to would have no foot because they're there would be no alternative. So yeah, there we go. A lot of comments coming through, but I think, as yes, what everybody's saying is that where's the alternative? And um, I mean, you know, you've heard it. There, many are saying this was promised, that was promised. And tell us about that. I mean, I think one of your responsibilities is to create an infrastructure for safe uh, racing. So where are we? Where is South Africa on that?
2: Yeah, I think uh, when you talk about responsibility, I think uh, it's also a joint responsibility. This uh, The city has to come to the party. Uh, remember, you know, um, to construct a drag strip uh, you're looking in the region of 20 to 30 million and that's uh, we've, we've tested that we've checked that and, uh, and as I said previously no businessman is going to come up unless he's got a lot of spare cash to just come up and buy a one kilometer straight of property for yep. 15 to 20 million in yeah. Durban and yeah. you know property the price of property here in yeah.
0: the but property. a lot of unutilized spaces in Durban if you look at the old airport perhaps you know yeah, no, no, I think of... this
2: is what we need to focus on mm. we need to focus on existing mm. infrastructure what yeah. is available in Durban yeah. there are places that are available in Durban not just public roads there mm. are other infrastructure uh, that's available and uh, I think this is where uh, you know the city needs to come in and uh, look at it we've been submitting proposals to the city we've had uh, lots of discussions uh, you know back and forth and yeah. some of it does look promising yeah. but there's nothing that's actually confirmed yeah. yet. Yeah.
0: so what but are you looking at as an organiser what would you like to see mm-hmm. what is your pitch
2: I, I would say my my pitch would be somewhere between Dermot National, yeah. uh, the old airport, uh, Virginia, yeah. or a good uh, street that we can cordon off for, you know, for the evening or mm-hmm. for the for the day. And, uh, you know, where we could have, we could uh, build in these uh, safety features and then um, run the events. And remember, uh, obviously, the vehicles that we run there will be solely street vehicles. Yeah. And this is the other thing I want to comment on. You must understand that, Basically, there are modified vehicles uh, mm. on the street. Which uh, police say is illegal. So how do you mitigate that? Yeah. Even if you have a legal
0: strip and you have modified cars, those cars are modified illegally. So, you know, there See, becomes another
2: kind exactly. of one. Exactly. See, this is a very gray area, impounding of vehicles. And it's very highly debatable, as that uh, gentleman from Cape Town alluded to earlier. You know, uh, we've got to know, what is performance enhancing? And what is purely just aesthetics, you know, at the drag race events, if you look at the drag race itself, the legal drag race, about 80% of those vehicles that race there are modified street vehicles. And the drag races use these vehicles as everyday vehicles to and from work or wherever they go because, uh, you know, and then they come and race them on a, on, on a at controlled events. Not all races can afford, uh, you know, a dedicated race vehicle. And uh, the vehicles that come from the factory today are highly powered. There's no doubt about it. And so it's good enough for racing at an event, you know, with very uh, light modifications. Now, uh, therefore, what I'm saying is not all modified vehicles that you find on the street are involved in illegal activities. Mm. So a guy may be, you know, peacefully driving his modified vehicle, which he keeps for the, for, for the end of the month race. Yeah. And then he's, he gets stopped and his vehicle gets impounded. I think that's very, very unfair. And, uh, you know, uh, certainly the authorities find guys uh, doing illegal street racing with these cars. Then throw the book at them by all means. However, firstly, we must provide an alternative solution as everyone has been uh, screaming there for the street racers to basically enjoy, uh, uh, um, you know, what they do and to pursue the passion. Mm. Wonderful. And let's go to... Um, Superintendent
0: Bonilongo from Metro Police, and let's ask you: some of the callers, you know, raising a lot of issues about, you know, the kinds of challenges they face when trying to modify their cars. And one of the major, you know, points that I'm getting from all of them is that why are we allowed to buy something from a shop and fit it onto a vehicles, and then people, then police tell us, well, this is illegal. So I think the thing is, what kind of, um, what kind of enforcement or control? Does police or you know law enforcement officers institute from the um, you know panel beating side of it, from the you know car shop side of it, what kind of raids take place there? Because I know you impound vehicles, but do you impound do you impound garages that actually sell these parts? Yeah, it depends uh, who
3: is the offender. Uh, a person can modify his car into a monster car and keep it for glory in the backyard of the garage. That's not a problem. What is our terrain is the road, the public road. That's what we own as police, metropolis. So if you bring your monster car in our public road, which we are looking after for the public, innocent people are using that road. They are not driving monster cars. You're going to share this road with them. We have to control that.
4: Mm, mm. But
3: if you have your own field at the, the backyard and you uh, are creating your uh, monster cars, you will not be interested. Yeah. But if you bring them on a public road, we have to get in because now they're going to have go an
0: impact side on, side on other side road, side road users.
3: Other yeah. yes. What about the I will remind uh, uh, that the that mm. in 2008 or nine, there was a public legal drag race there at Fifth Avenue. The, the race was closed because The racer. Hello?
0: Yeah, no, I'm listening to you.
3: Yes, yes. The racer was killed by his car. Mm. Mm. The racer was
0: killed by his car instantly.
4: Yeah. So, so
0: this so is what th- this, this is, is what we're trying to scene. avoid. Yeah. Yeah. What about the c- commend coming through from some of our callers today about the fact that there's so much of unroadworthy vehicles, whether it's taxis who also have some sort of modifications and a lot of unroadworthy vehicles, which also could be a menace to society on the South African roads. But police still focuses on clamping down more on modified vehicles. What about your balance of interest there? Go to the
3: taxi drivers and taxi owners and ask them who is their Miami in Deppin, it's Metropolis. Go and ask them mm, mm. who is their headache
0: in Deppin, it's yeah. Metropolis. Yeah, no, we I mean, that, that's on visible on they the streets, even. Yeah, no, we see that on the streets as well. The Metropolis yeah. always, always pulling yeah, the taxi drivers. they
3: protested, they marched, they've done all sorts of things because we are on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, what kind of support or what kind of assistance would you possibly, as a you know, as a, a police unit, provide to um, to an illegal st- racing strip like this? You know, w- what is your vision? You see,
3: the, the, the difference between us is that we don't make laws. Uh, our council they make bylaws. Our provincial legislation and national legislation, they are the people who make laws. The courts interpret them. We enforce them. Yeah. So we can only go as far as enforcement of the laws that have been passed. But in terms of what needs to do for the economy and the, and all those things, go to other divisions of the uh, country, departments, uh, trade and industry. Then people must consult those people. Our economic development department of the municipality. People must consult those people.
0: We can't get into involvement to what needs to be done to create yeah. so uh, yeah, economic and that's not our area. Right, that's it. You say you can't, you can't be discussing, you know, uh, coming up with the laws and and decisions, but you can just enforce them once they implement it. Okay, fine, wonderful. Well, we are talking about drag racing, and of course, the debate right now seems to be today about the call a legal racing strip and how that has not been successful in the past and how this could go a long way to, to ensure that uh, road users are not left compromised because of illegal street racing. You can give us a call at 9 I'd love to hear from you.
3: Are you forgetting things? A name, where you parked the car, that extra thing you were supposed to get at the shop. Memory loss is natural. But so is the solution. Memorex is a unique combination of the herbs used by Eastern cultures for over 4,000 years. Take Memorex as a daily supplement. It'll condition your memory to work better. Available at Alpha Farms, Sparkport, leading pharmacies, and health shops. Visit memorx.co.za. Onside. A in. Oh, what a beautiful goal! The waiting is finally over. Calling all fans and lovers of the beautiful game. The Premier Soccer League is back with show me your number. Great saves, shibobos, and fantastic goals. SABC Sport brings you the PSL Action midweek and weekend for the love of the game. Be part of the action by tuning to
0: SABC One and your favorite SABC radio station. Proudly brought to you by SABC Sport. Newsbreak, quarter to two with me, Taresh Hari Pashad. Newsbreak talk. We are talking about road racing. And let's go to Morgan Patta on the line. Hello, Mr. Patta.
3: Hi, very good afternoon, Taresh. I just want to take it to another level. I disagree with the people that called in saying that we should take it to an adequate place and also to tag along with that. Maybe each participant that takes part in this drag racing should contribute a fee. And seeing that we as a country that's having difficulty in terms of raising funds, we can utilize this in many other sources. Thank you kindly.
0: Thanks, Mr. Patta. Let's go to our next caller now. We've got uh, Scully on the line.
3: Hello? Uh,
0: yes, yes. Who are we speaking with? Scully. Hi, Scully. Yes, go ahead.
3: Okay, I go with the, the previous caller's sentiments and I go with Sheila's sentiments and um, to with the, your, your panel there, the gentleman from the Police. I go with these sentiments. Uh, On public roads, they should just leave it for public. No private drag racing or whatever. Modification of cars should be specifically to racing and individualism. (laughs) I go with uh, the major sentiments there that uh, public roads should be for. He's polishing public roads Mm, and leave it mm, to
0: that, mm. you know. All right. Thanks so much, Scully. Appreciate your call. Mr. Mudley is on the line. Hello, Mr. Mudley. Hello. Hi there.
3: Okay, i already only got a small comment. Yeah. What I try to say to the public.
0: Yeah.
3: Bring back the British government, we will never have a problem back.
0: Okay, that's, that's interesting. We've got Ashok Singh on the line. Hello, Ashok? Hi, Ashok Singh? Hello, Ashok? Okay, we don't have Ashok on the line. Okay, let's go to Facebook. We've got another interesting comment coming through from Facebook. Yeah, to Facebook now, we've got Roman Randri. He says, having a, a legal, legal drag strip will not make a difference. These guys like the adrenaline rush you get from doing things illegally. Even though Joburg and Cape Town have legal drag strips, they are far more illegal drag races on weekends, yet these guys don't give um, you know a thought about anyone else but themselves now he says Roman says he works night shift and he's seen these drag races on the end to pass the cement factory also nearly killing someone near Mount Edgecombe and the worst part many are Metro members they own these cars and their friends race if you complain they'll threaten you so wow some sentiment coming through from Roman there um, we, we are Let's just get some feedback on those on that batch of comments coming through. I think specifically, Cass, let's talk about this comment coming through on Facebook about from Roman Randri where he says that uh, he, he sees. Uh, I think what he's trying to say is a great deal of corruption, and I wonder if. Uh, I know again you are more involved with the legal aspect of this, but you know having having some sort of interaction with the illegal street race what are your your concerns about interference from authorities in this particular illegal
2: road racing um unfortunately Toresh, I, I don't know much about that uh, you know the interference from actual police force or the uh, you know, the illegal street race. but what I can say, you know, in another level, if you look at the United States, they have the same problem. This problem is not just uh, local to Durban or even national, but it's an international problem. And what they did in the States, the police force came up with the, uh, with ideas to curb this illegal street racing, and they came up with a program called Beat the Heat. And basically, it's a program that brings together the illegal street racers uh, uh, and police officers, now they... You know, they get them to build and modify cars, and then they put the street races against the police. Uh, you know, in controlled conditions. Uh, these are, you know, there are over 150 beat-the-heat programs in the States. Uh, I know you're smiling, but will this, <laughs> can this happen in, in South Africa? We'll ask and Superintendent, I'm going to
0: just now about that. But an interesting point coming through about public participation. Somebody raised that a while ago. You know, you're getting a community to come together and say why they want this, why they need this, why they think it's going to be lucrative. And um, again, I think we had Mr. patta I think it was Mr. Morgan Patha saying a contribution fee could work. Yes. Talk to me about, you know, the community working together. And we understand it's a big industry of those who do, you know, race illegally, about consolidating their efforts, be it financially or in terms of ground support, to take this forward and get the ball, you know, moving, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think the the first thing is we need to get a venue. You know, once the venue has been uh, uh, confirmed and organized and as I said, they, they, we have to make it lucrative and attractive for the illegal street racer to come into this environment. Um, you know, obviously the illegal street racer basically although is uh, doing it illegally he doesn't pay to race on those streets. Uh, there are other consequences like, you know, uh, accidents and deaths and breaking of the law but Financially, he doesn't pay. So we have to look at, uh, at the method where we could get him in this controlled uh, place, make it safe for everyone, and, uh, yeah, get him to, to race there at a very, very reasonable uh, uh, cost. What about
0: the criticism, though, that, you know, these road racers want it on a public road? They don't want a specific controlled area. They want to
2: do it on a public road. That is why there's a thrill to it. What about that assertion? Well, I think those are varied uh, opinions from different people. But I I think speaking to the illegal street racers, uh, you know, myself, and provided you give them a venue, and as I said, uh, you know, you simulate what they do on the street, they'll be very glad to come and race in the controlled conditions for We are about to wrap up our discussion. Before we go to Superintendent so Mekonu, let's
0: go to Tony Gavinda on the line. Hello, Mr. Gavinda. Good
3: day, Taresh. Uh, just quickly, mm. I just want to say I support the idea of a legal framework and a, and, a, and a legal track. But remember, if we do not create a legal avenue, unfortunately the youth is going to continue to do this illegally. We must also look... You know, we, our city needs revenue to come in here. You know, from, from the municipality side, I, I'm sure nobody will disapprove of a legal track. And look at the economic spin-off that comes off it. The, the yeah, employment yeah. that will be created. The people yeah. that will come in there. The tourists that will come in there. Weekend families will take the children and take the families who to enjoy this drag racing. So I'm saying in a nutshell, yes, the municipality has to look, you know, at this whole aspect very, very clearly and get the youth a, a legal framework and a legal drag racing unit. So that these youth I mean, everybody cannot be a cricketer and a soccer writer, but yeah, you've got a specialized sport in the drag racing way that attracts mostly, I must say, the Indian community. So let's give them a break and let's, let's go out and create the legal legal framework. So I'm appealing to the municipality to look at it very, very seriously, because the economic spin-off is major. We can see millions of rents coming into our economy. All right, thanks a lot, Therese. Mr.
0: Governor, thanks for that call. Let's go to Ashok Singh. I think now we've got Ashok Singh on the line. Hello, Ashok. Hi. Uh, two points quickly. What? Ashok, it sounds it sounds like you it sounds like you drag racing. Now there's so much of noise coming. I'm, I'm through. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, no, it sounds like you drag racing yourself. Could you maybe turn up your window if you're driving?
3: So I've my, uh I've my Quickly, I just want to add uh, to the point is, to, to into the top of the car and, and all that. But then again, the, uh, the modifications on the folks truck, on the mini where the guys are putting v and speeding like carboys to the road? Uh, that is not zone.
0: Ashok, I'll leave it there with you. I got, I got the gist of your point, but that line was really bad, so we'll have to leave it there with you. Of course, Ashok talking about, you know, t- um, other vehicles. I think you mentioned taxi drivers having like, V8 engines, and those are modifications as well. That um, is incorrect, and that also needs to be to be looked at. But let's go now to Superintendent Simone Longuno from Metro Police. And uh, I've, uh, uh, Superintendent, I want to talk to you about this comment coming through and from Facebook, where somebody mentions how... Um, Yeah, how Metro Police members uh, use their own cars to race and sometimes their friends race on these illegal um, road races. So, you know, the Metro Police don't say anything. And I know you said you cannot paint the entire department with um, this particular, you know, brush. But it's coming up a lot on this talk show that Metro Police officers sometimes race themselves on these illegal circuits, and sometimes they also don't take the action they're supposed to on those who are doing illegal things. I mean, this is something that you definitely need to work on. Yes,
3: yes, yes. we are going to, to, to focus on, on trying to make sure that that doesn't happen, that it stops, yes. We are in the machine in, in this one you will have that, uh, those uh, uh, new individuals who uh, out of the culture and out of the policies. I also want to comment yes. that the, the legalization of, this, of the whole the municipality is.
0: Well, Superintendent Sponialong thanks for your time. Thanks for, uh, you know, talking to us about your enforcement. And, of course, we do hope that you can take these issues, these concerns seriously, because I got another message from Adir Ramnath. And he says, you know, he's been to drags a lot. And he's seen metro state cars doing crazy stuff, like spinning tires and, and what, whatever happened to that story when, you know, when a car was videotaped doing these donuts. Um, so I think the concern is that a lot of, a lot of people are saying that metropolis cars are doing the same thing so i think that's something maybe you'll have to follow up on but we thank you for your time today let's wrap up our discussion now of course Cass smoothly from the KZN and motor racing and i think i think it's very clear and i think this is enough um you know direction for you now you say you've instituting getting a legal strip you can take this and you can say this and there's a severe need for this um you know what are you working on currently in terms of taking this process forward
2: we're we currently discussing uh, with authorities, uh, basically looking at a venue where we could uh, host these events.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think then some advice then, I mean, you know, being an authority with regard to motor racing, some advice to those. Cause, uh, I mean, let's, let's be honest, illegal races are still going to continue for a while. What is your
2: advice to those who are doing it? Guys, I think uh, the safe thing to do is stay off the street until we get a legal venue, stay yeah. off the street and let's be safe. Mm. And in the event that, it, you know, like,
0: it, it, you do end up, even if you, you you don't plan a drag race, you're just with your friends one night and you end up just, you know, messing around on on, on a public road. Uh, and if, if it doesn't go according to your plan and if your ego is bruised a little bit because this is, you know, a testosterone-driven, uh, adrenaline-driven yeah. thing,
2: what's advice to calm down? Yeah, I think, guys, you know, please keep our sport clean. The incident that happened was very unfortunate and very sad, in my opinion. We don't want to see another incident like that and uh, to be real sportsmen. Because mm-hmm. Ravin Govin says that he thinks both of the people in this incident
0: were at, at fault because a lives at stake and beating him up was not called for. Yeah. I, I know when, I, when you first came to the studio, I asked you, uh, have you ever had heard of violence uh, on, a, on a circuit like this before? And you said no. Um, is, is that... You know, can you confirm that people are a bit more passive when it comes to this? Even if they lose a race, you know, they're not going to beat somebody up. I mean, your experiences in this regard.
2: Obviously, you don't get that ever between competitors in a a legal event. Uh, You know, there are routes that they take where they can object. But uh, this is the first instance that I've ever seen this uh, surfacing in an illegal uh, race itself.
0: Yeah, so therefore that is the point I think then why more control is needed. I think in a nutshell then Cass, tell us, you know, the basic benefits of having a control
2: strip. What is it going to do overall for the concept of road racing? Yeah, basically it will greatly minimize and as I said with proper controls you can even eradicate uh, uh, street racing. And you know, as the gentleman said uh, himself, the superintendent, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a massive boost for tourism, for the city itself. There's. Uh uh, good benefits there, there's uh, the economy, the, the, the different people that are, that are associated to motorsport and racing, the various shops, you get the dyno and the tuning shops, they all uh, play a big part in this uh, massive uh, economy that's actually called drag racing and I think uh, if the city comes to the party and says well we go, I think you'll see a different ball game altogether in the racing in fraternity in KZN.
0: Kass from the and Motor Racing. We thank you for your time today for discussing this important issue with us. Thank you, Suresh. On that note, I see I read, right, it's a red right. It's a stop sign now for me. So that's where Newsbreak Talk has to end. This broadcast came your way courtesy of the team executive producer Salma Patel, Hafsa Kizi and Talisha Naidu. We're back again 6 to 7. We'll talk to you then in the morning. From Meeta Hey, have an awesome day.